1: Plus, get a free two-day shipping on orders of $40 or more. Again, go to brewing.com slash sobergirls or use our code sobergirls for 15% off.
0: Okay, can I be honest here? Yes. I used to rely on alcohol for a lot of things, including managing my PMS symptoms like anxiety, irritability, feeling blue, ugh, huge mistake. However, as a sober girl today, that is obviously not an option, but have no fear. Ladies, we found a solution to our PMS woes, alcohol so not needed. Enter Jubilance, your daily support and new BFF when it comes to true and effective PMS relief. It's so simple. Just take one capsule a day and keep your symptoms at bay. If you're interested in trying it, you can use the code SoberGirls for $10 off your first order.
1: I've noticed I have more energy, focus, less cravings, and my mood feels so much more balanced. Jubilance is a non-hormonal available over-the-counter and powered by two-ingredient formula used by thousands of women worldwide to live PMS mood symptom-free. Think less anxiety, less irritability, more peace, power, and dare I say, fun all month long. Try Jubilance for $10 off by visiting jubilance.com forward slash or Use the promo code SoberGirls at checkout. That's J-U-B-I-L-A-N-C-E.com slash sobergirls for $10 off. Hello friends. Oh my gosh, we're so excited for this episode. Erin and I were just chatting. We are buzzing. We have our first mastermind call today. Woo. So we're so excited to meet some of you and um today's episode let's get into it so it's number 18 we are talking about elective sobriety yes um this is something this is Michaela by the way hello (laughs) in my radio voice um this is my path um but I would love to sort of have this conversation with Erin since she's been in this world for so long Mm -hmm. and and I always want to get this different perspective and she has a beautiful one always, um, to tie it all together, but just a little backstory. If you want the full story, you can go back to, I think episode two is where my, where I share my story, um, of basically a life filled with trauma, <laughs> lots of it. Um, and my way of coping since I was a teen, Was to drink. I didn't think anything of it. Um, You know, I had an amazing group of friends, which were still amazing friends. And thank God our relationship does not, you know, depend on that. Um, But basically, we, you know, at 14, I drank and smoked and, you know, wanted to get out the house. And just there was just so much chaos within me. Now, when I look back and I have such compassion for that. Beautiful little girl, which I, you know, didn't. I never felt that before. Um, but this is what happens when you come on onto the other side: is you have to have compassion for yourself and all of the things that happen to you. And there was a video that I posted yesterday on my stories about this doctor, and he was talking about trauma and how our trauma is not what happens to us on the outside. So your trauma is not like your parents dying. Your trauma is not getting, you know, sexually abused. Your trauma is not like whatever. It's not that it's, it's what it does to your inside. Mm-hmm. And this is why we're all so different. So you can have this, you know, three kids in the same childhood, I mean, in the same home,
0: mm-hmm. and they've
1: all experienced the same external things very differently. And they all have different outcomes. Yeah. Now, when you don't have parents who teach you how to deal with your emotions, uh, things that happen to us, because listen, you can be the best parent, but your kids are still going to go through shit and they're still going to have trauma, small trauma, big trauma, whatever, right? It's, it's part of life, but it's, it's training them at a young age. This is my biggest passion with my daughters, training them at a young age to express and to have a safe space to express themselves, which I never had. Mm. Um, and this is why, you know, we'll get into this is why I used, um, why I drank, why I partied, why I, you know, just wanted boys, why I was obsessed with shopping, why I, um, you know, just wanted to make myself feel better. Mm-hmm. And it did make me feel better. Right. Those things for maybe two hours out of a night or, you know, a shopping spree would make me happy, like just that moment. And then I would get home like, oh my gosh, I spent all my money, (laughs) you know, or, um, you know, my thing turned into binging and purging for about five years Mm. and not until, and then I smoked weed and not until I, I found yoga. So this, but you know, we all have a different entry point to finding ourselves that, that, that beautiful self inside of us Um, and coming face to face with that and aligning with that. Mm -hmm. And for, you know, once you do that, so it can be this podcast, it can be, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be yoga for everybody. It can be um, you know, even like coming into a mastermind like us, it, even if yep. you are sober curious, but just know that like, if you're listening to this right now, you are here for a reason. Mm-hmm. You are alive for a reason. Amen. You are meant to feel good. You are meant to feel good in your body, in your mind. And if you are not, then perhaps the way you cope is, is not the best solution right and I think my purpose with all of my work because of stuff that I've been through and now that I'm on the other side and I'm not saying I'm like oh I'm, I'm, everything is great like I just know how to cope with stuff so beautifully that nothing phases me mm-hmm. and I'm so grounded in how I want to feel every single day every single moment this morning my daughter you know, they I had my morning scheduled and I got a call that the school is delayed. Yeah. And I don't like it, when you, when you end up doing this work and I'm sure, you know, Aaron is like, I just, I was like, oh, great. I get to spend time with my daughter. I get to not rush her. I, I and I told her that I was like, oh, we have this, this open time. I still have to shower. I still have to do my hair and makeup. I still have to exercise. You can do your thing. But it's like just pivoting and moving with life in a more graceful way. Yes. Which I wouldn't be able to do before because I would have had this anxiety. I had to, you know, cancel a call or, you know, I couldn't get my workout in. No, you figure it out, you know, and, and that is the purpose. You're supposed to be able to figure it out. And if you never learn to figure it out as a child, it oh. is your duty to figure it out as an adult
0: a hundred million percent. I'm so happy you just said that. And that was so beautiful, Michaela. Thank you. Like I've heard your story. I know these things, but every time I'm just my heart, my soul it's, and it's amazing to me. And we forget because I look at you now as this beacon of light and this just gorgeous, amazing woman. And then, but you've overcome so much and come out the other side to help so many people and to show them to be living proof of what you can do and how to truly cope in ways that are life giving and so while you know you come from a non-addictive background and i having the addiction what was running through my brain is that these mechanisms like what you're saying are so spiritually rooted whatever that means for you you know whatever your higher power is and that's what aa truly was just Guiding humans back to themselves, back to their highest self. Their and you never
1: self. had a spiritual uh, practice before AA, right? I did. Oh, you did. Okay. I had
0: what would I call more organized religion. Mm, mm-hmm. um, but, you know. It's wh- not
1: that internal self-love, self-care kind of thing. I didn't yeah.
0: as deeply. And yeah. I did. Surrender my life. I was holding onto it, so really, I was thinking that I was in control of everything. But I love what your example today with your daughter—how you just were like you pivoted. Yeah, and I was talking to some of my. Sister, I am a pivot master. i a pivot ninja. <laughs> <laughs> and say, okay, this must be where I'm meant to be. Right yes. Now. And we say in the rooms um, to wear life like a loose garment, mm. because you're like, well, I'm not in control, but God is. Yes. I it and my. And but God. what you
1: are in control of how you react and how you feel and what you think, yes. that's what you have control of. You truly do. It's mm. in your hands. It's in your heart. Uh, you just have to be open to it and explore it. So yeah. it's like, okay, let's dig in. How do you control your thoughts? How do you mm. control your emotions? Mm. Well, I mean, there's, there's many things, but first of all, it's becoming still, Mm-hmm. It's becoming present, mm-hmm. it's becoming mindful of the thoughts you are thinking. And I do believe these things are in stages. Mm-hmm. I feel that, you know, when I first started yoga, I was, I was what, 23, 24? So I was like 14 years ago, long time. Um, each time I went into a class, it allowed me to shut the door of the studio, right, wherever I was, and just open up my heart and be with myself and breathe breath, breath work, guys. Number one tool, breath, breath, breath. Without breath, there's no life. Nope. Breathe into the feelings, breathe into the sadness, breathe into the trauma, breathe into the emotions. Once you do, it can only like, it, it will pass. It's like a cloud. You know, it's only when we are attaching ourselves to the cloud. That's when we, it becomes our life. Mm-hmm. You're not doomed. If you, let's say been, Depressed for four years, or you've been sad about something like you can decide in this exact moment mm-hmm. to forgive yourself for holding it, holding on to it, and to know that you no longer need to. And it's mm-hmm. like, what do you want to attach yourself to? I love future self work. I yeah. love to, you know, I think goal setting is like, oh, it's like <laughs> such a it's like a buzzword and it's not even sexy sometimes but it works Uh, you know it's um I think we have to come up with a different term for it but I love future self and and you can be your future self today um my the work that worked for me so yes number one is breath work it's becoming still yes and There's a process, you know, of writing my emotions down. So I did a lot. I guess I I probably filled like 30 journals, and you know, and and maybe even more. I've used to love journals. I've since got rid of most of them, to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't hold on to things like that. So okay, just needed to pass through me. But for a long time, I would say even for years, I was writing the same thing down. I was like in, uh, in a, in a state where you know the food addiction the, like anything that I would like I I just it was such a big part of me but I was like releasing it each time. Um and it was like I remember you know I would write down like oh my gosh I ate so much again yesterday and it was like so obsessive about those things where now you know I talk a lot about this but I have this food freedom where I eat whatever I want. Mm-hmm. I never uh, overeat anymore. Like I just eat until I'm full, but oh my gosh, that, that took so long. I think right. that took as long as releasing alcohol out of my life because those were my coping mechanisms.
0: Totally. I was right. Like, They're strong, strong.
1: Yeah. So, um, so I did, I did a lot of work and I'm still doing a lot of work. I'm still being mindful
0: yes. of
1: things of how I say things. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, maybe, you know, maybe that wasn't so kind to myself. Mm-hmm. or, um, you know, I love affirmations, but I think just getting really, really honest with yourself. If you're not going to get honest with yourself,
0: you're out of alignment, you know? <laughs> and it doesn't matter what you do. If you're not truly being honest, then you really can't heal. fully. And yeah, you can't feel, um, and you know, it's so I mean so many things so many things I, I have to go back though because I love how you are training your daughter how to express and I wrote down when you were speaking I was like no this is so beautiful you're training her to express and release when we keep we cover cope and it ends up in medicating and addiction and so it's like the two opposite and we want to express it release it and breath work is one gorgeous way and having space like we're now having these conversations to get it out in a safe place where you can be heard and understood and not judged and you can release it and be loved yeah and this is not to say it's easy (laughs) it is not not easy it
1: is not easy to hear your whiny child Mm -hmm. being Mm -hmm. upset about something because she truly is upset about something and it's not about you know, you have to, oh my gosh, and I'm still working at this, but it's, you know, because I was not, I was raised very differently. It was like, you know, no whining, no crying. Um, you know, if you're feeling a certain way, like you'll be fine, you know, and I try not to do that with her. I try to validate her feelings, but then I also try to steer her in the right direction. Mm -hmm. So I just say, how do you want to feel? You know, if she say, oh, I'm shy. I don't want to go up well, how do you want to feel? I mean, and she still doesn't know a lot of these terms. I mean, you know, but it's just training her and it's planting those seeds. I'm all about planting seeds, guys. We're planting seeds all day long, you know, and sometimes it's the same seeds. Sometimes it's the same bullshit over and over, you know, lack of boundaries, you know, not taking care of yourself. It's like, those are seeds. Yeah, You can start planting new ones. And if you if you can imagine seeds being planted, it takes time for it to grow. Yeah. Some seeds take a really long time to grow. Some seeds take a week. Yeah. It just depends. Depends the soil, the type of soil you have, the type of environment you have. But it's the same thing for you and your life. Right. And I've been planting seeds most of my 20s mm. and I didn't see anything. You know, I it, it just, yeah, I saw like, I, I, I got to enroll in yoga school and I got to, you know, eventually become a health coach, but it's like, I didn't see those seeds that I planted when I right. got clear on the type of life I want, right. you know? And I think to tie it all back, things didn't fully uh, harvest mm-hmm. until I took out alcohol. 100%. So, and this is quite recent and I was sober curious for really long time. I would say my whole thirties, I was sober curious. Maybe I drank, I don't know, 20 times in my whole thirties, you know, it wasn't much. It wasn't much.
0: It was like once every, you know, couple of months. Um, Nothing coming. I mean, especially as an alcoholic, that's like not drinking.
1: Yeah. But my twenties, I made up for it. You know, my twenties, I, just me and me and the drink were were like it was like a relationship it was my it was part of my life Um, but without that addiction you know so I I under I understand that about myself and I think it's important for people or uh you know listeners listening to this is to identify yourself and know it's not right or wrong to be on either side ultimately both sides can have the same outcomes. 100%. Right. Like Erin and I, we live pretty similar, beautiful lives. Like we, like we feel good in our body. We have a beautiful, you know, like we have beautiful relationships. Like there's so many amazing things. Um, but you know, I think just defining that and, um, picking a side and just sort of exploring it. Right. So I decided, Fully like that, I am. I, it just made it easier for me to to commit to the life that I want. To just say, alcohol is no longer part of my life. And how will I define that? Mm. What does that look like for me? Yeah. You know, I've asked myself a lot of questions. What kind of friends do I want to have around me? Um, what kind of events do I want to go to? How do I want to show up in those events? Um, how do I say no? how, uh, yeah. but you know, every day is different and yeah, you are given what you can handle and deal with a little bit at a time. So when you like tune in into your intuition, it's all right there, percent. you know, whether it's to leave a party early, like we're going into the holidays or any party, right. Um, <clears throat> before I'd be like, okay, I'm going to go and I'm just going to drink and have a good time that was my reasoning. Mm -hmm. Now I'm like, I, (laughs) I close my eyes. I envision the event or venue, the people, and I tune into that energy because it's all energy. And then I'm like, nah, (laughs) I'll I'll just chill in my bed, watch Netflix, read a book, um, have, you know, tea or hot chocolate. Um, That
0: is amazing. amazing. Yeah. Yeah but it only happens when you take that alcohol away. Yes. Truly. No. And, and daily
1: them. and have a daily practice to yeah. deal with the emotions and the feelings and to reprogram your mind. Cause it's, it's all in the programming too. You know,
0: and what I love too, is like from an addictive standpoint to a non, it's still the same. We need the same things. So it's so interesting. Like we need sober community we need alcohol free humans around us we need people who have gone before us to show yes. us show us the way we need these modalities i have aa but i need meditation prayer i need exercise i need community inside aa and outside of aa you know we we need these same and it's like a puzzle if you have yes.
1: one, one of your puzzle pieces missing it's almost, it's, it's like a little bit off, you know, yeah. I'm sure if you don't get your workout in, or if I don't get my walk-in or my Pilates, or if I don't drink enough water, right. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just that one thing, yeah, you yeah. feel it.
0: It's the pillars. We all, we have these pillars that we all need. And what, you know, you know, started this conversation between us was the fact that you should not have to be, you know, labeled an alcoholic to have a sober community supporting you. Like if you mm. didn't yeah. To live without alcohol or a lot less alcohol and you want to talk to other humans who are doing it and you want to learn, okay, okay, what do you what do you mean breath work? Like, what do you do when you wake mm. up? Or hey, I've been drinking my whole life and my my gut microbiome is all messed up because it does destroy it. I want to talk to people and help me flourish and heal because how you began this, we are all meant do you feel incredible? We're all meant for happiness and peace and to heal in this life together. I truly believe that. So we all need this community and you should not have to be quote unquote, an alcoholic or in AA to then identify that way. to be mm-hmm. like, okay, well, And can- to
1: get some solutions. Oh. There's no solutions out there like that. Um, I feel like I had to create my own and
0: <laughs> you know, um, it's ridiculous. It's- yeah. Ridiculous. And I wish, and God willing, this is what we're doing for our babies, right? Before, so before I crossed over to um addictive state, because really, you know, I do believe that I have the gene, but your environment, you know, pulled mm. the trigger, so to speak. So maybe I was born, I, I hate guns, but I'm using this analogy. I was born with like a loaded gun and the environment pulled the trigger. Um, so, uh, but before then, I wish I knew that there were humans out there living alcohol-free, that there was this, this very vibrant, life-giving um, choice that I could make. And, and this is how they cope in their stress. And this is how they take care of their bodies and their minds. And, and actually
1: do- have simple terms for these things yeah. and actual things Gosh. that you do.
0: That would yeah. be so Complicated. And I really, I didn't know anybody who didn't drink. Like I really did not mm-hmm. know anybody. So I'm like, So passionate about what we are creating here in this space for anybody. If you're an AA, if you're here, I don't care. We don't care. If you have a desire not to drink or to drink less and to live a better story and to heal mind, body, spirit, we've got you. You know, and we're going through all the things. And I just want to like have this in neon like, come join us. There's a better way. And you don't have to, God willing, God willing. And again, this is for our children hit rock bottom to find the community you need because we're here. Right. Is, you know, right. I infuse like you were infusing with your daughter now, and now I'm learning this to infuse into my children. They don't have to, hit it that. all matters. It yeah. all matters. They know yeah. how to live and cope and,
1: and they and, will teach that to their kids.
0: And us. the ripple effect is huge. Yeah.
1: You know, yeah. we can break those shitty patterns. It, you know, yeah. I think sometimes people are in this uh, victim mode yes. where they will say, oh, well, my mom was just like this. My dad did this. He wasn't around, you know, and it's like, we go around life, living life, mm. like, poor me. Yeah. I can't do anything about it. Well, yeah, you can. can. <laughs> yeah, you can. It's okay. it's like, like, comment. But you have to do the work. You said it, you know, and mm. the work is different for everyone. I always Mm -hmm. say that because we're all different. We all have different circumstances. There is, you know, and I've coached a lot of people and not every single person got a different coaching, um, experience or a different coaching progress. So some people started with the spirituality. Some people started with the nutrition But it all ends up layering and it ends up being a, it's like a similar Mm -hmm. thing, you know, because we all need these, these different things. It's just where you are at, what is that next step for you? Yeah. yeah. So and if you are in that place, um, I do believe, you know, so for us, we have the mastermind if you want to join us. Let me just close the window. Can you hear that? There's like a big truck. Oh, okay. So um, our community is our mastermind. So you can get in at any time. Uh, It's a monthly call that we have via zoom and we like get to know each other. There's uh, a few different topics we cover all based on what you need. So it's tailored to the people that show up on the mastermind. Um, And then we do have some other containers. If you're looking for more um tailored private one-on-one coaching as well. So you can ask us about that in our um social media at Sober Girls Podcast, two sober girls podcasts. Um, do we have anything else? I think you know elective sobriety. I think it's
0: awesome. is Sexy. It's so sexy. <laughs> I, honestly, that's what I, I think sobriety is sexy and, and deciding to drink less is sexy. And facing and dealing is sexy. And the work, guys, is actually really fun once you connect with it. Don't you love like mm, oh yeah. I need it. I'm I crave it. I love it. Yeah. You know, it becomes this gorgeous dance.
1: Because you have to um when you take something out, you can't just be like, okay, that's it. No, you have yeah. to like, almost like fill it with something else that gives you those same feel good chemicals without the effects of being hungover. Mm-hmm. So your body obviously is very smart mm-hmm. and it knows that it's good for you. So it ends up craving it
0: mm-hmm. where
1: in the past you might've craved the negative things. And you're like, oh, I just can't get out of the hamster wheel you know, I can't stop eating junk. I can't get myself to a gym or exercise. I can't drink water. I, oh my gosh, my thoughts are too, too, too much for me to meditate. Like, this is what I hear like a lot of times. And it's um, all I say is just, have you tried anything? No. no. So then you will be where you are. You know, it's like Einstein said, the definition of insanity is that doing the same thing over and over and expecting Mm -hmm. different results where your internal state wants to feel good. And that is, you know, if you guys listen to Abraham Hicks, Mm -hmm. it's getting into the vortex. It's aligning yourself to, um, all of those things that you put out that you want, but if you're not working towards it, or if you're not aligning towards it, it's there's disease like dis ease disease and it forms in the body many times people have to get really sick to start healing and to slow down and to meditate and to do the breath work and to drink the water and to sleep well and to you know release toxic relationships like they will have to do that eventually yes So you might as well do it while still things are okay but you know
0: Yes. do it today take from me do it today and start on your path back to the happiest healthiest most f- fulfilled version of you that's what we're all about that's what sobriety offers mm-hmm. right. yep really, really. so
1: yeah that is our riff on elective Woo! sobriety let us know where you are on your journey I love getting. All the amazing messages from all of you, beautiful ladies, on social media—they're um, amazing, and yeah. I see that everyone is truly on a different journey, but wants the same direction. So just uh, stick with it. Uh, try, try new things. Try, uh, you know, do the do the work. Read the books. Listen to the podcasts. Create. You know, tap into that community of people that inspire you Mm. and that alone will calibrate you to the version that you truly want to become. You said it calibration. Yes, yes, yes. So we will see you guys next time. Please, if you enjoyed this episode, leave us a review on Apple podcasts. We really appreciate it. It is the best way to, um, to support our show Mm -hmm. and we love you and we'll see you
0: next time.
1: It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol.